It's one of those things that everybody must have. Everybody must go through an entire grocery store to get it. Milk is always in the back corner with the dairy products. We know you're going to go in and get milk, but you're going to put butter or margarine on that bread. And it's one of those things that all stores know that they're going to sell. No matter where they put it, people will go and get it. And even car companies know this. And that's why each major auto company in existence on the world has what we call their bread and butter vehicles. These are their staple vehicles that make or break the company. These are the staple products that they can put in the back corner and people will still go to in any lot. These are the bread and butter cars. AutoWorks.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to the AutoLux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the Dr. Ted Automotive Industry, Mr. Everett J, coming to you from our host website, AutoLux.net. If you haven't been there, stop by, check it out. It's got all of our ratings, podcasts, corporate websites, and a few videos and books. Take a look. That's AutoLux.net. So like we said in the intro, every major automobile company out there has what we like to call the bread and butter vehicles. And for some companies, we all know what they are. The main staple, their biggest sellers, the vehicle everybody goes to. But why do companies have these and why are they so important to each of these companies? Well, in all reality, a lot of these products are the make or break products. If they screw it up, they can lose so much. Ford saw that in the 90s when they changed the design and they went to that weird girlish sports car inspired F-150 design and a lot of dedicated F-150 fans decided to leave. Their main bread and butter vehicle was losing traction. So by going back to a standardized look for the F-150 giving a little bit more truck inspiration, Ford managed to get back their sales that they had lost and their bread and butter vehicle, the Ford F-150 is still here. And being that it's the product within the Ford lineup with more variations than any other product that they own, you could see why this is the main bread and butter vehicle. But the F-150 is just that, the F-150. With only the Expedition and Navigator riding along its platform, the F-150 pretty much goes alone. But its platform is so profitable that even without the Expedition and Navigator riding on it, the F-150 would still make tons of money for Ford. But like we said in the 90s, when they messed up its design, they realized that their bread and butter vehicle could destroy them if they lost too many sales. Now, a lot of car companies will go through different bread and butter vehicles. Hell, we've all seen that. You know, when Tesla was first coming out, they had their Roadster, but then their bread and butter vehicle became the Model S. Even with the introduction of the Model X, the Model S was still the mainstay for their company. It was the make or break car. Today, the Model 3 sells in exuberant numbers and has now become more of their bread and butter vehicle. Now, the Model 3 is also associated with the Model Y. So those two together make their main bread and butter vehicle, similar to that of Toyota, the Corolla platform. Hell, even the Camry platform are mainstays within that company. Now, a lot of these companies, you can go through and find their bread and butter vehicles very easily. They're the ones with the highest sales numbers, and they're usually the ones with the platforms that have been around for the longest amount of time. Toyota is still riding on the platform for the Camry and Corolla that it did back in the 90s, over 30 years, and yet they're still utilizing that same platform. Hell, when you get it right, why do you need to change it? And when it's a car, the more of your company resides on, would you really want to make any major changes to it? 
This is something that we saw with Chrysler Corporation in the 90s. With all kinds of different mid-size and full-size sedans trying to enter the market back in the 80s and early 90s, they finally got it right with the first generation of the Intrepid and Concorde. And hell, it even came along with an Eagle counterpart. But the Intrepid was the bigger of all of them. Now, Dodge was their bread and butter division for Chrysler Corporation. So more was riding on the Intrepid. Now the first generation with its 3.3 and 3.5 liter V6s became one of those big vehicles that sold in mass quantities. And with two other variations, the sky was the limit for the platform. So why did they change it when the second generation Intrepid came out? Chrysler wanted to go a new design direction, and being a company that's constantly evolving and still trying to get its image regained from their fallout in the 80s, they decided to change the entire formula for that product, disrupting an amazing product which they had had, which was originally designed for rear-wheel drive as well. Now, look at them today. With the failed second generation Intrepid, there was no third. When the Intrepid went out, the Charger came in. And the Charger now resides as their main bread and butter vehicle for Dodge. Hell, it became the bread and butter vehicle for Chrysler as the 300, and then underpinned the Challenger. That platform has become the bread and butter of Chrysler. And considering the fact that they almost utilized it for an Alfa Romeo and Maserati product, that platform could have been a much, much bigger. Now this kind of goes along with our platform building. Yes, we all know about platform building, but platform building is also utilized for bread and butter vehicles. When you have an amazing product like the Honda Civic, it sells in mass quantities and has been your number one seller for decades. You'd be stupid not to add on to that platform by creating the CRV. The Civic is their bread and butter, but the Civic platform is their bread and butter platform. You can see this with a lot of different companies. Honda does it, Chevrolet does it, Volkswagen does it, Hyundai does it, Dodge, well, essentially Chrysler Corporation does it, hell, even Subaru, they all have one platform that's essentially their bread and butter platform. For General Motors Corporation, their bread and butter vehicles are actually one of the ones that hinge on good gas prices these days. The Silverado, Sierra, Yukon, Suburban, and Tahoe all ride on the GMT 900 platforms. Hell, even the Escalade is on that platform. It is their bread and butter. It is the one that makes the most amount of money for them. And considering the fact they still sell trucks in mass quantities, they need this product not to fail. One amazing thing you could find about bread and butter vehicles for a lot of major companies is the fact that they're usually the vehicles that have mild facelifts only after two years and get full redesigns every four to five. They have to keep updating their bread and butter vehicles to make sure that the vehicle that makes the most money for this corporation is up to date. Just look at the Charger. Hell, even look at Mercedes with the C-Class and the GLC. It's a product that makes tons of money for them. And it's a product that constantly gets updated. Hell, Subaru, with the Impreza platform, which also underpins the Impreza Sport Hatchback and the Crosstrek, this is the product that usually gets the update before anything else within the Subaru marketplace. Hell, look when they tried to change over to their old aircraft inspiration back in the early 2000s. The Impreza was the first one to get it. They went from the big bubble lights to the actual optic eye lights with that airplane-inspired grille. And then and yet, the Impreza was the first one to get changed over to the new front-end designs. Because the Impreza is what makes money for them. 
every major company has it. It's usually the vehicle that gets updated the most. It's the one that has the most vehicles riding on top of it. And it's the one you'll see in rental fleets too. Because rental fleet vehicles are usually bread and butter products. Now, not every company's bread and butter vehicle is what you would consider a top priority. Today, you wouldn't consider the Kia Rio top priority for Kia because the CUV lineup for Kia is much bigger than the sedan and hatchback market. But when the Sportage and Rio share a similar platform, that bread and butter go together with the Sportage being the bread, the main staple, and the Rio being the dairy product in the back. You can have your Sportage without the Rio, but together, they just complement each other. Similar to that of Volkswagen with the Caddy, the Golf, the Tyron, the Tiguan, Golf Estate, Golf Variant. How, how many different variations are there of the Volkswagen Golf? Can you think of? There are tons of them. Just like Toyota with the Corolla platform. Hell, look at Land Rover and the Range Rover. Hell, the Range Rover was a product unto itself when it originally came out. Now it is called the Land Rover and Range Rover Company because Range Rover has made a name for itself. Range Rover is its own product range. But it is essentially the bread and butter vehicle for Land Rover. You may think it's a discovery because it, it falls with the Land Rover name, but no, the Range Rover was it. It's the vehicle that gets updated more often than any other product in the Land Rover lineup. And with its counterparts, the Evoc and the Velour, Range Rover is just there to make the money. Hell, it's one of the first vehicles within the Land Rover stable to get electrified. Similar to that of the F-150 Lightning. When products need to change, the bread and butter vehicles are usually the ones that need to change as well. Similar to that of how Ford makes more money off the Mustang than they ever did on any of their sedans in the past five years. So, we now have the Mustang Mach-E for the active lifestyle vehicle market. It's branching out. This bread and butter is becoming Texas toast. Can you see where it's going now? The bread and butter vehicles bring in all of the money, but they're also the vehicles that have many variations. They're the ones you see everywhere. Do not see tons of F-150s. Hordes of CRVs. Like how many pilots do you see in a day compared to the CRV? How many Wranglers do you see in a day as opposed to a Grand Cherokee? And how many chargers do you see over the journeys, the caravans, and the Durangos? So it's not easy to see the reason why they're considered the bread and butter vehicles for these companies. They're the ones that sell a lot better than the others. They're the ones that keep the lights on. They're the ones that keep the company going. And they're the ones that make money to put research and development to go after new niches. And a lot of these companies realize that by utilizing the platform that underpins their bread and butter vehicle, they can expand into different markets. Like we said with the Corolla, it was first expanded on into the RAV4 when the CUV SUV craze was going on in the late 90s, early 2000s. Nowadays, you get the Corolla, the Corolla Hatch, Corolla Wagon, Corolla Crosstrek Wagon, the RAV4, the Suzuki Across, the Toyota Corolla Cross, all sitting on the wonderful platform that's been around for 30 years. The platform is almost as old as myself. But like we said in the beginning, when it works, why change the recipe? Changing the recipe just calls for severe action. We get it. The second generation Intrepid did sell well because of its design, but it created a bad name. Today you hear Intrepid, you think of that 2.7 liter piece of crap. Not the 3.5 liter V6 I had in the first generation in my Concorde that went 309,000 kilometers. And I literally beat the shit out of that car. And it still took it and lasted that long. 
So why, oh why, would Chrysler Corp give up that bread and butter to try and start anew? These are questions you have to ask. Only Ford has realized that they have a bread and butter vehicle. They need to make sure that the formula is always correct for the vehicle that's going to make them the most money. And there's also the reason why the F-150 is the most American-made vehicle from the big three. In the top 10 list of vehicles with more parts sourced from North America, built in North America, the F-150 and Corvette are the only ones on the list from the big three. Now, the Corvette isn't a bread and butter vehicle for Chevrolet. It's a halo car. But for Chevrolet, the Silverado is their bread and butter. And like we said, look at what underpins the platform from the Silverado. Silverado, Tahoe, Suburban, Sierra, Yukon, Escalade. And back in the day, it used to be Escalade EXV and the Hummer H2, all riding on the same platform, all riding on their bread and butter. They want you to go out and spend the big bucks on their main vehicle. But if you're not looking for a truck and you want an SUV, you can. And you're still giving money back into that original pot of bread. Just instead of buying the white, you're buying the whole wheat. You're buying the Texas toast. You're buying the rye. You're buying the raisin toast. You're buying the pumpernickel. But in the end, it's still the same bread from the original. The F-150 is the bread. It's the staple product for Ford. It's what brings the most people through its doors. Because when people look for a full-size truck, one of the first things that comes to their mind is a Ford F-150. The bread and butter. The winner for Ford. When you think of Honda, most people think of Civic. When you think of Dodge, most people think Charger. When you think of Toyota, most people think Camry. Starting to see the picture of how the bread and butter system works? The vehicle you know of the most, and the vehicle you see the most, is the winning product and the winning category for that company. Bread and butter vehicles can change through a company, and have in many different companies. But unfortunately, when you start changing the formula for your staple product, people are going to start to get scared. And they're going to start to stay away from all of your products when they know that you change the main staple. When you change the ingredients of your bread and it tastes different and you don't like it, will you go back to that same bread? No. So keeping the formula alive, keeping the image alive, just look at the F-150 today and look at the F-150 20 years ago. They are just evolutionary products. They have evolved from their original form because Ford needs to ensure that they are as close to the original format that made this vehicle the product that the entire company hinges on. And they need to make sure that when you're going to buy a new one, it's not much different than the last. My RAV4 may look different than my uncle and may have more different features than my uncle's. But underneath, our RAVs are very close to being the same. And that is why Toyota has a winning formula with the original Corolla platform. The bread and butter are what holds a company together. Like we said, every grocery store has the two main staples. They have bread usually closest to the meat department because meat is the more luxurious item that costs more and they can make more money off of. So they put it there. Milk is one of the main staples that most families in the world will go after. And it's in the back corner. It's like going to your car lot. In Ford, having brand new Bronco Sports, Broncos, new Mustangs, Mustang Mockies all out front. But 30% of the lot is still covered in F-150s in the back corner. They might want to entice you to buy that Mustang for the Weekend Warrior. But you're still coming in for that F-150 in the back corner. Because that is what brought you in. That is the bread and butter that holds the lot together. 
So in all reality, every major car company out there has what we call the bread and butter vehicles. The make or break cars that keep a company together. They're the ones that if they fail horribly, the company can be put into dire shape. They are the main staple that brings in consumers. And bringing in consumers is the greatest thing. Because when Walmart pulls you to that back corner to get your milk, they have pulled you past clothing, past electronic, past toy, and every other food source available. Don't you think you might pick up something else while you're on your way to your main staple? How many people have an F-150 in their yard? And after going in for it, they found a great deal on a weekend warrior Mustang. The bread and butter brought you in, but the bread and butter sold you on the steak. So yes, in all reality, every major car company needs to have their bread and butter vehicle and they need to keep the bread and butter vehicle updated and competing well in the marketplace it has to be the mainstay and top of mind for everything because if you lose your bread and butter vehicle nobody knows what you sell and what you do and that can be drastically detrimental to your company so if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment. Tell us who you like, what bread and butter vehicle you love the most. Put it in the comments, send the podcast out, and tell people what bread and butter vehicle do you like. Tell your friend who sits next to you at work that, hey, you drive the bread and butter vehicle, but they sold me on the steak. It's what I wanted. It's what I got. And after you send it out, after you tell us what you like and what bread and butter vehicle is your most favorite, stop by the website, stop by autolooks.net, go to the corporate links website and check out some of the automotive websites from around the globe. See what bread and butter vehicles Ford sells in other markets because the F-150 isn't it in every single market. Go see what their mainstay is in Brazil. Go see what their main product in China is. Go see what the main product is for Ford in South Africa. All of this can be found on the autolux.net website. So check it out, send it out to your friends, and please follow, like, or share, or even comment about this podcast and our site to let us know how we're doing. So for myself, Everett J, and the whole Autolux team here, strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride that this toaster is going to make for us.